Hey everybody, welcome to the Wicked Sisters podcast. I'm Erin. And I'm Courtney. Okay, we're back. So today, our format's a little bit different. We're going to read some some stories that we're gonna that we're gonna have a look into and uh i haven't seen them so Mm -hmm. it's gonna be like my real life reactions (laughs) and this is just like a breather episode from wesley so like everybody can take a big breath when we can calm down before we deal in with the shit storm. storm that is wesley dodd yes um without further ado we've got our drinks yes Get, get a gin. drink. We're on the gin. We're still on the gin. We, Aaron, Aaron's still still here, <laughs> and we're ready? ready. Okay. So the first story. Okay. I used to work in a nursing home. One day, I had a resident refuse to get on the elevator with me, citing being scared of the little boy as her reason. <laughs> I shrugged it off until I had a resident come out of his room and ask me for candy for the little boy. Now I can say. At, I'm a registered nurse, so I can say that I've looked after older people, especially with like dementia and certain types of dementia. Mm. They can say they they see some shit, crazy stuff, and and kids and animals are are quite popular. Like it happens quite regularly. Yeah. Um, that they'll be like, oh, there's a cat on that bed over there, and you're like, cool, bitch, what cat? <laughs> what color is the cat? Like I I'm like full like tell me about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Um, I decided to ask my mum, charge nurse and employee for 13 years about what had been happening. She told me that all through her years of employment, residents periodically reported seeing a young boy. She was always wanting to play. He was always wanting to play. He appeared to all kinds of residents from those of sound mental status to those with severe dementia. Okay, so we're crossing all of the types here. (laughs) They all reported the exact same thing over a great period of time. When they moved to a new facility, the little boy came with them. What? Yes. (laughs) The little boy was particularly fond of those with limited sight. From those residents, the boy was described as having dark black hair, that he lived out in a tent. She had lost the use of her right hand and required total assistance. As I was feeding her, I felt a cold hand on my arm. Uh, (laughs) Nope. Right then, the residents said, is that your boyfriend? He looks a little young for you. I nearly shit myself. <laughs> the resident who saw him passed away that night. Oh my god! Oh, okay. I got, I got the goosebumps. I knew just you would then. like that. I was one. like, and my hair is standing on end. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, I she passed that away. One. Yeah, I picked that one for you. I was like, Aaron's a nurse. Oh, <laughs> and they say some crazy shit like that, man. <laughs> Like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> are you going to read? Are we going to no, go no, one no, for you, one? We're going to go? Like okay, all right. of them. Woo. You do all yours and then I'll do all mine. All right. So number two. So this is an incident that happened to me about 10 years ago. Not me personally, but this Reddit reader. Reddit. Poster. Poster. Yeah. Story person. From Australia in Melbourne. Uh, I was driving home from work one night around 9 p.m. Midweek. So the roads were quiet. As I was driving downhill, I heard a sound that was like a jet engine roaring behind me. Okay, terrifying. Mm. The next thing I know, a car goes flying past me, going twice the speed limit. It looks like a fairly old crappy car. 
The car started to get the speed wobbles and then one of the tires came flying off and rolled at speeds down downhill whilst the car spun out and crashed. Ooh. I stopped my car to make sure whoever was inside was okay. A guy got out of the car and looked over at me, then started moving extremely quickly towards me. Okay, fucking terrifying. Yeah, I know, right? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know why, but I hit my internal locks on the car, which was fortunate because no more than two seconds later, the guy started grabbing at the driver's side door and Ooh. smashing on my windscreen. What the fuck? With his fist trying to get in. I'll never forget the crazy look he had in his eyes. I put my foot down on the accelerator and drove off back home. Um, fuck yeah, yeah. I would have noped the shit yeah, out of that. exactly. Bye. Um, I decided to swap cars once I got home and drove back to see what was going on. I saw two fire trucks and about four police close to where the incident happened. When I got back to the crash site, the guy was no longer there, so I decided to head home. The next day at work, I was online, bored, reading the news, when I saw an article that shocked me. The article was about a guy who had been in a police chase for an hour and the police stopped chasing him because it was becoming too dangerous. Well, fuck yeah. Turns out the guy was high on meth. Well, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Total fucking meth head. Yeah. Um, had stolen. <laughs> like, no judgment. <laughs> but <laughs> my God. Had stolen a car an hour's drive away and had been in hot pursuit since. After crashing the car, the guy apparently crossed to the other side of the road and hailed the first car that appeared, which was a taxi. He got into the taxi and stole it. Okay. <laughs> In the process, he pushed the driver out of the driver's side door and the driver got stuck and dra <gasps> dragged at speeds. Ah! The driver died from the, from the incident. Well, oh my God. I called the police and had a detective assigned to me. He checked my car for fingerprints and got a statement. I had to testify in the Supreme Court as a key witness in the murder trial. Oh my God. The guy got 30 years and they told me that my testimony was one of the main factors that convicted him. I often think back to that night and wonder if I hadn't locked my doors, would I have been? <gasps> yeah. Well, yes, girl, you would have. Guy, I mean, you would have been murdered. fucking murdered. Yeah. Would I have been the one who got murdered? Edit. Um, found the article about it oh so you found the article about no, it no 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 they oh, found the article about it he got 17 and a half years not 30 a man who murdered um, a melbourne taxi driver during a violent rampage two years ago has been sentenced to 17 and a half years jail how wild right what i know i completely forgot about the taxi driver part so I, so you were like just i was just like <gasps> i gasped it's <laughs> like oh no that's so bad but yeah, how wild. That's terrifying. It's so fucking scary. And yeah, like if they hadn't have locked their doors, oh. they probably would have died too. Don't do drugs, people. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Don't keep it that wild. Don't, know. <laughs> Don't be that wild. <laughs> Don't party that hard. No, no need. Okay. So uh, let's all take a drink. <laughs> take a drink. Okay. So number three. <laughs> Okay, not the scariest thing that I know about, but the scariest thing that ever happened to me, the person that wrote in this one. Thank you so much. Um, I worked at a pretty well-known record store in Los Angeles in the 90s. Um, a guy in his early 20s used to come in and ask me about records a lot. Uh, and one day, I, in conversation, he let a weird detail about my life slip that I hadn't told him. My dad is not American. I brushed it off, thinking my co-workers had mentioned it to him since he was such a regular. About a week later, I was driving home and my car broke down. 
It was incredibly hot and I had to walk several miles to get to a payphone, which was outside an elementary school. Oh, yeah. Wait, we're back in the 90s. That's yeah. Why. <laughs> yeah, they had payphones. <laughs> I called a cab and hung up the phone. And after seeing a moment, I start, it started ringing. So I picked it up. Okay, straight out of a fucking movie. Right? Like a phone call, like a ringing payphone. Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> Don't ever pick it Don't. up. Don't It's, do it's it. the Matrix. Like, they're calling you from the Matrix. Ring, ring. Um, the person on the other end said, bad luck about your car. Talk to me until your ride gets there. Ah. <laughs> I hung up the phone. Yes. But it was definitely that guy. Wet. He had to have followed me from home, trailed me from the car, called the school to ask for the payphone number. What? And found a way to call me at that number. That's a lot of effort. That is so much effort to freak out a person. My God. There weren't really cell phones at that time, but there was a gas station and a grocery store across the street. So who knows? I immediately quit my job and moved back in with my parents within 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I went in to visit old friends from work a few months later, uh, and they told me the guy was arrested for kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> Just, what the fuck? Why are people so weird? Like, I chose these stories months ago, so I'm still like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Real-time reaction. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, again, it could have been you that got kidnapped. Yeah. I don't know oh if you God. hadn't been like, just... Yeah, fucking people. Oh, I hate people. Okay, <laughs> next one. <laughs> so number four, uh, my grandmother used to work at a mental illness facility uh, when I was little. It was a place prisoners went after committing crimes that were so horrific that they were deemed very mentally unstable and not suitable for a prison. One of her patients, who was very fond of her, uh, was put into this place because he had strangled his mom and dad one night, hid their bodies under the floorboards, and Ooh. every now and then brought his mother's body up to have sex with. Uh, necrophilia. So this is like, um, yeah, what's that movie where he keeps his mother's body oh. up in the... <laughs> oh, like... oh, I know. Oh, what's his name? Psycho. It's not Psycho. No, it no, psycho? no. Um, it's the Bates Motel. That's right, the Bates Motel. I like that. That series was great. Um, and continuing. <laughs> um, he was caught after a few months because the smell of rotting corpses had reached the neighbors nice. just wafting along there. Yeah. Um, and they were cornered, uh, that they hadn't, oh, and they were concerned, sorry, that they hadn't seen them in a while. Fair yes, enough. Yes, were. Yeah, you would be. My grandmother lived within walking distance from this facility. And so the prisoners that were deemed well enough to roam around the grounds, were able to see her walking home. Yeah, see, um, one of the other patients uh, most must have told him about where she lived because one night he escaped eh, and went straight <laughs> to my grandmother's house, knocking on the door and begging to come in. No. Yeah, see? Uh. Safe to say he was caught very quickly and my grandparents later moved house. Yes. Still scary to imagine. Though. I don't like Fuck that. Fuck yeah. No. you got to keep as much of yourself like contained and yeah exactly secret your from, work life your personal yeah, life especially yeah. when we're working in like in places situations like that 100 like um all right number five during some cave exploring or spelunking i have no idea yeah i don't know the difference between them okay i don't know what spelunking is but that's what the person has written <laughs> <laughs> i like spelunking yeah it's nice <laughs> um my family and some friends were in some deep caves 
Um, and as we were heading out, we found a slit about knee high in the rock. Getting on your stomach, there was a tight squeeze you could get into. Yeah, see, I wouldn't. No. 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 I'm not going to get myself stuck in any caves. Right? Like, like I think about that horror movie where they go, like, in the caves. Like, it's a group of women. And then, like, there's these vampire things. In the, I don't know what the movie's called, but I think of that, about that, like, constantly. <laughs> That's what comes out. Like, oh, when we went to Janolin. Yeah. I was hyperventilating. <laughs> like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Like, there's some fucking thing in the caves. Ugh. Yeah, see, that whole idea of... No, it's not no. nice. Um, getting on your stomach, there was a tight squeeze you could get into, and it led to a small crawl space in the rock with quartz growing on the ceiling, making it a beautiful crystal ceiling display. Sounds beautiful. Still, still no from me. <laughs> um, we went in one by one, and if you were claustrophobic, this place was like your living nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Most times you can feel the ceiling on your back. No. And the floor on your stomach every no. time you took a breath. No. Oh. We went deep in and it was just incredible, like a small world tucked away within solid rock. I had made it as deep in as I could go before the path waned to the left and covered with stalagmites and stalactites of sediment. Everyone was having a grand time when we started feeling some trickles of water on our backs. It turns out it was raining outside, and with the way the crawl space dipped down before flattening out, the whole space would fill up with rainwater pretty damn quickly. Yep. So, what so I, dangerous. What I'm imagining is that they're all on their bellies, and like the the ceiling is on their back, mm. and they're just chilling there, looking like at just, these stones, and just, and and just, just like crawling along. Yeah. No. And and then like they feel water like. I just don't understand so why you would stay there. No. <laughs> um, it started as trickles before it went into streams and began to pull up. Being the furthest away from the exit, and you can only just crawl flat on your stomach with jagged crystal pointing down from the ceiling, I started to panic a bit. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Everyone crawled out as fast as they could as the water kept coming in, the streams growing larger and larger. We left one at the one at a time as fast as we could but it wasn't fast enough i could feel the water coming up to my chin as i crawled behind my brother each inch i took forward felt so painfully slow that i could feel the walls compress around me and the water was unrelenting now splashing against my panic squirms i got out just as the water was up to my lips and everyone got out safely oh well that's just grand now, yeah. isn't it? oh my god okay <laughs> so anyone that's going to go and do i mean cool Go outside and be outside and do outside things. Okay, like 100% I'm all about it. But do it safely. Don't make dumb decisions. Right? Wouldn't you check the weather? Check the weather. Before doing shit like that. Check the fucking weather. I don't know. I bet just... I mean, glad you're safe. And I feel like if you... Yeah, like (laughs) I feel like if you weren't, if you didn't have panic attacks and were claustrophobic before this, this experience would just... I would know. No, exactly. You wouldn't be able to go into small spaces ever again. Ever. You wouldn't be able to go into the closet. No. Or like a really small room. (laughs) Sorry. Like an elevator. (laughs) I'm like, elevators are fucking terrifying. I hate elevators. (laughs) All right, so this is my last story before, Courtney, you um, read some of yours. Um, so this is the story of Om, or O-M. 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 That's what I think it's okay. supposed to. We shall find out. Mm-hmm. In high school, I had a good friend named Steve. Steve. One day, freshman Sorry. year, 2007-ish, 
He told my group of friends about an odd turn of events that happened to his brother, Tim, Tim. a couple of years ago. Tim went to college somewhere in New Hampshire. One night, around 2 a.m., Tim and his good friend decided they needed Dunkin' Donuts, even though the nearest Dunkin' Donuts was across state lines. It's worth it. <laughs> I mean... Worth it. Yeah. If, if you need it, you need to go and get exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Have the munchies at 2 a.m. It's a Harold and Kumar White Castle <gasps> exploration that, that is a needs great to movie. happen. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I don't know much about New Hampshire's geography, but I'm told this trek involved going through a narrow highway that takes them through some woods. Yeah, no. Mm. On the way back from Dunkin' Donuts, a mysterious car pulled in front of them on the highway. It was a red compact car with the markings scratched off. And its only defining feature was its license plate that had a black O and a green M, who will henceforth be known as O.M. <laughs> um. Yes, um. <laughs> Around this time, Tim describes weird coincidences happen- happening, like his phone losing service and the jazz station playing Smells Like Teen Spirit. This is not jazz. What? <laughs> I'll admit it, those could have just been weird coincidences. At this time, Tim and his friend were sensing some bad juju from this guy, so Tim let his foot off the gas and was happy just to let OM go off on his way. But OM wasn't done with them. As soon as Tim slowed down, OM did the same. Tim thought this was weird, but maybe if he floors it, he could get around OM. But when Tim sped up, so did OM. What a dick. Hmm. Tim and his co co were freaking out. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, if you heard that. (laughs) Why? <laughs> Why would the universe do that to us? If you didn't hear that, that was a door slamming. It's quite windy outside. And oh my God, we all just shit our pants. <laughs> Not cool. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry for the scream. Sorry. <laughs> like just blowing people's eardrums out. My bad. Oh my God. So Tim and Co were freaking out at this point and had no idea what they were dealing with. But they saw a curve in the road up ahead. They saw OM go around it and they decided to just stop their adrenaline was pumping 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 just pumping okay (laughs) and they weren't sure how long they sat there but after what felt like 20 minutes they worked up the courage to continue on their way maybe om would have mercy on them but as soon as they got around the corner om was there the exact same distance as they last saw him matching their speed om clearly was without mercy tim and his friend were rightfully scared for their lives and relented to just going forward and hoping they could get away or get out of this alive eventually there was a fork in the highway one led towards the college town while the other led further into the woods. Our heroes went home while OM ventured into the unknown. Tim never saw OM again. Dun, 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 dun. But there's more. <laughs> Epilogue one. So I was told this story my freshman year and was convinced it didn't happen. And even my buddy Steve wasn't exactly sure Steve. of its veracity. But around 2008, 2009, I was listening to the local talk radio station while doing homework and heard a news bulletin. There was a murder in the neighboring county the previous night and the sole witness saw a car leaving the scene of the crime. She described it as a red compact car with a license plate that had a black O and a green... Okay, green M. I'm... Okay, I have the, the goosebumps now. <laughs> Especially on the doors. Oh, I nearly shit myself. I did shit myself. Um, I'm in suburban Orange County, California. What the fuck is OM doing all the way over here? Maybe I was just hearing things. I ran into Steve the next day at school and he heard the same report. We learned two things. 
neither of us were crazy, and two, that OM is fucking real. I'm pretty sure there's another epilogue. <sighs> oh, God. I still have the goosebumps <laughs> from the first... Okay. God damn it. This previous May, my friend Blake was on his way home from dropping off his girlfriend around 2 a.m., for some reason, he decided to take a highway that leads through a canyon home. Yeah, I mean, for some reason. What the fuck, Blake? While driving <laughs> along, God damn it, Blake. a car pulls in front of him. It's a red compact car with a license plate that has a black O and a green M. Oh, no. <laughs> Blake was familiar with the stories and became rightfully scared and fell as far behind OM as OM let him. When they reached near the end of the canyon, OM did a U-turn and went back while Blake continued home to charge his to change his pants and sleep. That is all I know about OM. I'm thoroughly convinced he's a cross-country serial killer who crosses state lines to confuse the police, but I admit it's only conjecture. I mean, wouldn't be surprised. There are so many unknown serial killers oh my God. in America. Like, so. And don't they say that, you know, the potential that, like, there are so many killings that go un- you know, like unsolved, are probably done by the same people. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Like, without being able to prove it or have not been found yet, mm. like the likelihood is that they're being done by the same person. The same person, yeah. people, serial killers, three separate incidences. Yeah. <laughs> At least <laughs> they're not great. <laughs> huh. Okay, well, guys, um, that was my little six little Reddit stories, which. Yeah was fun and time <laughs> you're welcome <clears throat> okay so first story this is my first time posting here but i've read about others who have similar experiences sorry this will be a bit long preface i have always believed in the paranormal and supernatural apparently i've had experiences around me since i was born though the ones i personally remember have been more recent this is a recount of some of the more recent experiences from this summer. So this summer, I've been having some weird things happen to me. Starting back in June, I've been seeing what looks to be a young girl in a white dress out of the corner of my eye mm. at random times in random places. She seems to be a couple feet shorter than I am, roughly 3.5, 4.5 feet tall. I don't know how high that is. How high is that? It's pretty short. Is that- it, like We're probably like five foot something. Uh-huh. So, she's little. Little. Okay, yeah. so a child. Probably. Uh. <laughs> Likely. <laughs> so, messy blonde hair and an old, almost nightgown-like white dress. Most often, I see her when I'm in the kitchen grabbing a snack at 4am. Why are you up at 4am? <laughs> <laughs> just gotta get my snacks. Maybe she's just getting her snacks too. Yeah, exactly. You're intruding. The girl's gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs> and I see her out of the corner of my eye. She's peeking around the corner of the wall, spying on no, me. No! Oh, no peeking! No! hate that that's like the worst thing yeah. i'm always like scared that some i'll see something from the corner i just be like hello it's me <laughs> just, no no i don't like it okay <laughs> so she's peeking around the corner of the wall spying on me i usually feel like someone is watching me it's something i've always felt and kind of just got used to it other times i've seen her at work i work at a coffee shop so there will be times when i'm doing it at close i'll be out in an empty cafe sweeping up for the night i've seen her dart past a wall going toward the cleaning closet Yes, customers can go that way as it does lead to the bathrooms, but I know for a fact there are no customers in the store and my other two co-workers were on the other side serving the drive through and making coffee. It could have possibly been a reflection, a reflection, but it would have only been, sorry, but it would have been a really HD reflection of mm. someone running past to the washroom as they would have to have come from the staff area to get around me from where I was sweeping. 
To sort of clarify, add to possible debunking, I do have younger siblings and pets. None of my siblings dress or have something that would look like this gown. Only one of them is blonde and he is much taller than I am. My little sister has dark hair and is also taller than what I see. Pet-wise, I have cats and dogs and none of them would be able to mimic a person peeking around the corner at me. Oh, fucking hope not. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine a dog doing that? Oh, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I never straight on spotted her. It's always out of the corner of my mm. eye and she's gone when I turn to look. The last, most recent and biggest experience was someone pulling my beard. I have a pretty long beard that I take pride in. I was lying down to sleep one night because I had to work early the next day. Everyone else had gone to bed much earlier and my parents were working nights, so they were long gone. My cat likes to sleep in my room, but he was already next to me curled up by my legs. Light tends to keep me up. So I sleep with my head between my pillows. I have arranged it a certain way that it's just my eyes covered to block out any light. Get a sleeping mask. <laughs> also, yes. It would be so much more comfy. Uh-huh. I was settling in, my eyes closed, and I had an audiobook playing when my beard was tugged out of nowhere. <gasps> no. <laughs> right side of my jaw just pulled hard. Startled me. I turned on the lamp, and I was alone in my room, save my cat. Still by my legs, looking at me like I was nuts. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? I was sleeping. (laughs) Cats are like that. My door was closed as I had it, and I was alone. My jaw ached for a bit, stung like it would would if someone tugged on your hair, but there were no marks. Eventually, I managed to fall back asleep, and since then, I haven't experienced anything else like this. This last experience happened back in the middle of July, and since then, I do still feel like I'm being watched, but I I haven't seen whatever it was I saw. Oh! I know! And ghost children are freaky. Yeah. Like, I can handle a demon, okay? You can handle a demon. I can handle a (laughs) demon. I can handle adult ghosts. You you throw a ghost child at me, and I will fucking shit my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're so creepy, and I just don't like it. No. I actually spoke to that person. I was like, hi, and he was like, hi, yeah, you can use the use the story. I was like, oh, cool, thank you. I'm giving a thumbs up, hi. <laughs> You're listening. I hope you got a sleep mask. <laughs> Get a sleep mask. <laughs> okay, so number two. And sage the shit out of oh, your house. Oh, sage the shit. If you sage your house, have the windows open so the spirit can leave. That's my pro tip. You're welcome. <laughs> so number two, I've told this story before on another thread, but it fits here. My mother-in-law was a very funny and cool woman. She and my wife were really close, and sadly, she passed away when our son was four months old. Um, Flash forward a few years. We live in an old 1930s-era craftsman home in Pasadena, CA. Is that California? California, yeah. Um, Our son is about three at the time. I was giving him a bath one night, and he starts looking over my shoulder, not at random stuff, but at something. No, see... (laughs) We've said this before, when our children look past us yeah. at things, especially when they're babies, yeah. it's like... What are you looking at? the worst. <laughs> I'm here. What are you looking at? Oh, I don't like it. Kids are fucking weird. I fucking... <laughs> Just, no. Kids are creepy. <laughs> okay. A moment passes and he asks me why grandma calls mummy a funny name. Long pause. I asked him what he meant. Oh, no, sorry. I asked him what he meant thinking he was talking about my mum. He then says, why does grandma call mummy blank my mother-in-law's nickname for my wife? Um, I was really set back by this. My wife and I never used the nickname. It was just what my what her mum called her since she was a baby. I asked him where he heard that. His reply, the farmer told me. The farmer. 
Nope. <laughs> just throw the whole child away. <laughs> Your child's broken. I'm sorry. You need to get a new one. Oh, my God. No. So I asked him who the farmer was, and he replied, his friend. I tell my wife the story later, and she's, of course, reduced to tears over the whole nickname thing. We both know there is no way for him to know about this, and we're just kind of, like, marvel at it. Mm. Flash forward to the next weekend, and my son is playing in his room. My wife is at work, retail, and I'm at home. I work Monday to Friday. I hear him start talking like he's having a conversation. He's saying things like, yes, no, I don't know that. Then some laughing. I go into his room and I ask him what he's doing and he says he's playing. I ask, with who? And he says, the farmer. Ugh. No. (laughs) No. There are those chills again. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) At this point, I'm ready... I'm already thinking about the fucking Exorcist movie. Oh, yeah, fair enough. And Captain Howdy. <laughs> it's a little unsettling. I ask him where the farmer is, and he says he left when I came in. The fuck? That's what that person said. <laughs> but also my reaction. Yeah, also my reaction. So my wife gets home, and I tell her this, and now she's just weirded out as I am. I have no idea what to do, and figure it ha- if it happens again, we'll do something. A few days later, in the middle of the night, we both overhear our son saying the following. My grandma says, you and I can't be friends anymore. And I was like, well, grandma knows what's up. Grandma is all about it. Oh, yeah. She's like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) my wife and I go check on him. Both of us are a little freaked out. He's just sitting in bed. I ask him if he's okay. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) Grandma says I can't play with a farmer anymore. He's like, yeah. Yeah, Listen to grandma. Listen to grandma. (laughs) He never once mentioned the farmer again. Not ever. He's 13 now and doesn't remember any of it. We do, though. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the nightmares, kid. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) And kids are are bullshit. Yeah. They're, like, so scary. And, like, oh, I don't know about you, but I have this fear that my kids will be standing over my bed. Oh, yeah. And you wake up with with their faces in your face. Yeah. Charlie's done it multiple times. It's like, I've come so close to punching you in the face, kid. (laughs) Like, I haven't done it. But, like, oh, my God. Can you not? Don't breathe on me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, holy shit. (laughs) Okay. Number three. I had a stalker for about two years. That's not great. No. Don't stalk people. No, don't stalk people. Don't do that. Don't do it. Okay. It started at my first apartment when I was 18. He would do little stuff like stand on my porch and tap on my windows or walk around the backyard. I could tell because there was lots of rocks back there and you could hear the sloshing around. Mm. I called the cops, they checked it out, and they said they didn't see anything. Of course they did. <laughs> Plus, I started, t- I started tuning it out, just figuring it was a wild animal or a passerby. What am I saying? Mm. Passerby. Since it was a row house and there were lots of neighbours. After about six months, me and my boyfriend decided to go see a concert out of town. We left our dogs in the basement and hid the key to the house because my brother would come by a few times a day and let the dogs out. When we got home, things started to get weird. I should mention three things. One, my bedroom has a door to the attic in it with one of those chain locks on it. Mm-hmm. Two, the next door neighbor apartment was abandoned. And three, we never went into the attic because it had holes in the floor. Okay. Yeah, okay, fair enough. At night, we started hearing noises in the attic. It sounded like footsteps and the dogs would growl at the door door all night. That's when you know what's oh up. Oh my Dog, God, no. Dogs know, animals know. Yeah. They know when weird sh- shit is happening and it's not great. We didn't want to find out what the noises were until we moved out. We went up there to get our Christmas decorations and someone had broken the brick walls that separated the two apartments. Uh, The other apartment had a bed in the attic and other miscellaneous stuff. We called the landlord. The landlord. landlord. (laughs) I don't 
No, it says landlord. So we called the landlord who called the cops and we didn't have any more strange things happen until Oh about- my god. Okay, so someone was living in their in their yeah. attic? Yeah. Ah! It seems to be. So they didn't have any weird things happen until about four months into moving into the new place, which is where it gets really bad. Oh, what? You got out worse. of the weird place. No, it gets worse. Oh. My underwear started coming up missing. No, that's not good. That. That's not good. No. And the house would look like it was being rooted through. Routed? Is rooted? it rooted? I don't know. I don't know. You're rooting through something? That's a, that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> what animals do <laughs> oh okay so oh okay i get it the bad side of the new house was it didn't lock on the side door but my boyfriend nailed it shut i go outside one night to let the dogs out and there is there is a guy outside on the road and he starts saying my name repeatedly no no <laughs> i go inside and call the cops sure enough he's not there but now at night i i can see him walk up and down the road oh my god get i don't know do something do something <laughs> Okay. This is so stressful. It's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> One night, my boyfriend... Oh, no, not this part. So this part. Holy shit. Okay, I remember this story now. One night, my boyfriend has to work until midnight, and my roommate won't be home until 6 a.m., so I'm home alone for three hours, okay? Three hours, she's home alone. Since I'm scared to sleep alone, I lock all the doors, turn on the bathroom light, and turn on the TV and my fan. I also locked the dogs in the room with me. Yeah. About an hour after falling asleep, I'm awakened by the dogs barking loudly. But it doesn't sound like they are in the room. Oh, Aaron's face. Yeah, okay. So I sit up, and everything is shut off. My boyfriend walks into the room and informs me that he is home early, and not to worry, the power just went out. So I fall back asleep. Until two hours later, when my boyfriend comes into the room and asks why everything is off and why one of the dogs is locked in my roommate's room and the other one is bleeding. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm sorry. I know you don't have the answers to this, but... (laughs) I jump out of bed and call the cops, at which point I notice semen on my bed. Fuck off. No. Turns out the guy had climbed through a window and used a bobby pin to break into my room. He beat my... One dog with a bat, hence why it was bleeding. The cops found him hiding in the neighbor's shed. What the fuck? Wait, um, how do you not, how? But the boyfriend came in and she, he was like, the power's yeah, gone out. Yeah, he was pretending then, to be the boyfriend. Oh, she couldn't see. She couldn't see him because the power, the power went out. He like cut the power or something, I'm assuming. Oh, I mean, and like when you're in that half asleep state, you're like, fuck it, whatever. Like, especially if you're really, really tired. How scary oh though. Or if she, was, if she was taking medication or something that made her drowsy. Yeah. But I had this friend. I didn't have this friend, sorry. My mum had this friend that had a similar story to this, right? And so we'll call her Sharon. Sharon, <laughs> <laughs> she moves into this place with a boyfriend, right? And weird shit's happening. Like somebody's touching her food, like food's going missing. Rah, 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 rah. So it's like little stuff like that. So they're there for about six months. But then one day, it gets creepier because. She starts waking up with her nails, her toenails being painted, right? Yeah, right? It's so fucking creepy. So she wakes up, her toenails are being painted, her panties are going missing. It's fucking weird. One day, she decides to chuck a sickie or she's actually sick. I don't, I don't know the, that part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> she's at home. She's at home. And she sleeps in late. So she wakes up around like 10 or whatever the time is. And she sees this guy standing her, in her kitchen. And he's just making a cuppa. Like, he's just, he's hanging just, out. he's just hanging out. And he notices her. He turns around to her, grins, and he says, it's just you and me today, love. And she freaks the fuck out. She starts screaming. She oh, runs out of the house. It's and just you and me. <laughs> she just 
go. She's, she's just like, no, nuts. it's just me. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. She nuts out of the situation. Goes next door and they called the cops. The guy had, had been living in there, in their roof. From, no! Yeah, from before they moved in. He was living in there for like a year. They were only there for six months. So like a year he was like hiding in their roof. Like a fucking creep. Okay, so moral of the stories are... Check your roof. Check your fucking roof. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the moral of the story is. Sharon, I hope you're okay. <laughs> oh, so gross. Anyway, okay. Number four. Many interesting things have happened to me and my family, but this one never fails to make my palms sweat and eyes tear from fear. This particular one is my aunt's story. My aunt is a retired retired middle school science teacher she loves all aspects of the subject botany geology archaeology during her time as a teacher she would take workshops during the summers offered through the school district one in particular was set in new mexico so off she went with a group of fellow teachers one night after an exhausting day of field studies my aunt and her group were headed back to their hotel near roswell oh well there you go well um (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) aliens (laughs) Um, It was around midnight, but the hotel wasn't far from their site. Because of this, they didn't feel like they needed a map. GPSs weren't a thing back then. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, fair. Um, The group passed an old rinky-dink convenience store on the side of a four-way stop and remembered that earlier in the day they had passed it on their way to the site. Mm. From the stop, they went straight. Ten minutes later, they passed the same store. Ah! Yes! They've gone through a portal. (laughs) I don't like it! It's a wormhole. Oh, it's okay. We'll talk about wormholes at some point. One, one day when I can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> the group laughed, thinking the sun and their exhaustion had made their memory foggy. Fair enough. Oh. You know, be logical. Confident, they kept going straight. Ten minutes later, the store is passed again. No. Yes. Worried, the group heads right at the stop. The same store is passed again. They take a left. It is passed again and again. <laughs> I'm not sure how they finally made it back, but my aunt says it felt like she was in the twilight zone. Like the store was a prop in a huge, terrifying joke. It gives me weird chills, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like there they it. go again. Oh. There's, there's my body reacting to, no. to that idea. Anything about time in general, I freak out. Especially time travel. I don't like time travel. Yeah, I don't, don't like the idea of time don't travel. Like those no, things, do you? no. <laughs> I don't. Not a fan. No. Just it, <laughs> my brain can't make sense of it. It makes me so anxious. <laughs> Don't like it. <laughs> so, um, number five. I grew up in a funeral home. Okay. Oh, well. I helped out in the office. Well, that's safe. Mm. <laughs> when I was about 15, we got a call from a man whose wife and infant baby had been murdered in cold blood. Aww. That's sad. Um, there were a few clues. It made headlines. Cops set up surveillance. Surveillance. Mm. Okay. That's the word. At the viewing, it was heartbreaking. As the mother was holding the baby in her arms. Oh. I was asked to take the flower cards and periodically get the husband and ask if he recognized the names. I then photocopied them and put them back. I did it because I was a kid. People knew me and I was unobtrusive. Mm. I talked to the husband quite a bit. He seemed devastated and shaken. The cops told me they had an eyewitness to someone leaving the house the day of the murder. The witness was a three-year-old girl. She recognized the man leaving. It was the husband's best friend. Turns out the friend and the husband had made a pact to oh. kill each other's families and run off with their secretaries. What? Yeah. Yeah. Then the little girl identified the friend 
and I guess one of them cracked. They both went to jail on multiple counts, all in the testimony of a three-year-old. I still cannot believe to this day that the man stood right beside me multiple times and I had no clue. I don't oh. think I could ever look at life the same way after that. No. How? That's so sad. What is wrong with people? What a dick. And he's best friend. You dicks. Just a bunch of dicks. Okay. All those, yeah. All, the, all of those people, all those family annihilators and just... I, I can't know. wrap my head around people like that. I don't know. <laughs> just no. Okay, so number six. A female friend in college disappeared from a party at another university in the city of 25-ish miles north of our school. She had arrived with, with one other friend who I believe had driven. At some point, she split off from the... She split off to play... What am I saying? At some point, she split <laughs> off to play cornhole or something. And I was later... And was later... Inexplicit... <laughs> Words. <laughs> she was gone. <laughs> she was gone. Phone calls went to voicemail. Police were called, but she was simply missing. About 10 days later, she was found by a homeless man who witnessed her. Oh my God. She witnessed her crawling up to a bus stop in the city, begging for help. She had a broken leg and an arm and was very, oh my in very bad shape. God. At the quite large party, she had her drink secretly drugged and was then let off by a group of men in their vehicle. She was taken to an apartment where she was drugged, repeatedly raped, and locked in a small room in between with a bucket to use as a bathroom. What oh the my fuck? God. At one point, after being injected with heroin mm. and raped, she somehow managed to convince one of her captors to allow her to use the actual bathroom to clean herself up. This bathroom had a small window to the outside and with the shower running, she managed to squeeze out and fell from the third story into a large hedge bush. From there, she crawled from the apartment complex to the road and bus stop where the homeless man saw her and called police. Many cars stopped upon seeing her, making her captors unable to recapture her. Three men were later arrested for the crime after surveillance cameras allowed police to locate the apartment, which... She jumped from. Oh, my God. She returned to our university almost two years later. Yes! Graduated and became a nurse. What a bad-ass lady. Yeah. She was obviously traumatized, never partied again, carried a gun everywhere she could. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, well. And somehow moved on with life. It was terrifying tale none of us ever forgot. She was 18. She was an 18-year-old freshman when the incident happened. Oh, my God. What the fuck? That would literally, like... Scar you for life. That would just fuck fucking people hell. that go through that and go through those types of um, experiences and then live and tell their story just blow my mind. Yeah, like they're so strong. Oh, I don't, I don't know if something ha- like that happened to me. If I would be able, no, yeah. neither do I. Like I probably just curl up into a ball. into a ball and die. Yeah, like I would just yeah. feel like it's too much. No, exactly. But she is badass. She became a nurse. You're a nurse. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, she and she wants to go on helping people. People, yeah, exactly. people, people who maybe experience what she shitty experienced. people like. Aww. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> that was that was a fun kind of episode. Yeah. Like less less traumatic. I mean, there were some traumatic things that happened in there, but um, yeah, the format was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Let us know if if you think that that was kind of fun. Yeah, if you like episodes like that, we yes. can bring up the more episodes doing like things that. like that yeah if you have some stories you want to share with us that are kind of crazy like yeah by all means email us send tell us, us an email tell us about them yeah um but thank you for listening 
And you can find us on Instagram at the Wicked Sisters Podcast, at Twitter, Wicked Sisters underscore, or email us at the Wicked Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.